Hello and welcome to Stirring the Pot, Entertainment Zoo's premier pop culture podcast. Um, just for this week, I'm your host, Derek Emmanuel Jean-Baptiste, the first and the last. And today we have... John. And... Sam. No Asia this week. Uh, we are here to talk about a few different things in regards to entertainment and our own productions. Yeah, uh, regrettably, Asia was sent to the Shadow Realm temporarily, so we're going to have to go win some duels and, and get her back. We have to beat Merrick and his Millennium <laughs> yeah. Rod. So if, if we can defeat the Egyptian God cards, uh, then we'll get Asia back from the Shadow Realm. Or if you guys uh, smash that like button, just kidding, this is a podcast. That's not relevant here. <laughs> Um, so this is a that's a great segue because uh, today we're talking about a Yu-Gi-Oh project. Um, first, let me start with the origins of the project. Uh, for some reason, everyone around the same time, everyone within Entertainment Sue started getting into Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I, I think Derek started it because you you brought up Duel Links, the the app. It's a free app. It's kind of fun. I I got into it, um, but there's also a bit where you kind of get out of it. Uh, so we all started using Duel Links. And then at the same time, we all kind of stopped using Duel Links, but we wanted to keep dueling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's also, I remember, we also got into it because we got, ran out of stuff to watch on Hulu. You're right. There we was finished no- regular show. But yeah. There was, no- there was like a void in our hearts. So we had a... So I started nostalgia looking and looked at Yu-Gi-Oh! And I was like, wow, this sucks. Like the first two... The thing is, I have all the nostalgia in the world for Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, but it... The, the the show sucks. Like, especially the first one sucks. Well, okay, so GX is good. Yeah, I was just saying, when we're talking about the shows, I'm not a huge fan of the first one. You, you can't beat It's Time to Duel and Kunai with Chain. Um, but I actually really like GX. I'm watching GX. Small little tangent. Uh, so I got to about episode 90 of GX, and they changed the voice actor for Chaz Princeton. Chaz it up. Why? It, Chaz it up. Not you can't anymore. It's a new voice actor. It, it constantly sounds like Chaz has a cold for some reason. It's so weird, uh, and it almost makes me want to stop watching the show because I'm not like a huge Chaz fan. I like his character. It's just it's so jarring when a character who's been in the show since day one randomly is using a different voice. But that's on a whole other tangent. Uh, so back to our Yu-Gi-Oh project. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and read the 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 log line. For mm-hmm. this project. Give us the pitch. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! is a Japanese trading card game developed and published by Konami. It is based on the, fictici- uh, the fictional game of Duel Monsters, created by manga artist Kazuki Takahashi, which appears in portions of the manga franchise Yu-Gi-Oh! under the name Magics and Wizards. Uh, and it is the central plot device throughout its various anime adaptions and spin-off series. Since its creation, Yu-Gi-Oh! has become one of the fastest-selling card games, Despite its years of popularity, there has been yet to be a project that has captured the fun, fast-paced, tabletop guard game action of Yu-Gi-Oh! in a live setting until now. Um, The Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card game is a fun game built on strategy, luck, and the heart of the cards. (laughs) We hope to capture that in our video aimed at the entire family. Others have tried to pull off a project like this, but we aim to approach this in a different way. Instead of just making a live-action port of the animated show, we'll instead ground our story within the real world. Everything from the story, the action, the characters, and the inherent drama will be built from the ground up in real life. No, we aren't creating a script. We aren't necessarily playing characters. We're legitimately just playing ourselves as we duel. So real quick, I think there's something that we... You just mentioned, but I really want to hit on is this isn't an anime adaptation. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, uh, something you said earlier that I think really sells it is... Uh, when we're playing Yu-Gi-Oh! in this project, this isn't a game created by Maximilian Pegasus or played by ancient Egyptians. This is a, a Konami game, uh, and it's we're, we acknowledge that in the series, um, but we're still going to have some fun with it and, and hopefully create some interesting stories. Uh, but I just wanted to reiterate that, just because that's, it's, it's, the it's, most really, yeah, it's really critical to the project, and we, you said it, but it's kind of great to double down and be explicit about it. Mm-hmm. So, we'll be doing a multi-person tournament dubbed... The Entertainment Stew Cup. Well, we're crowned the Entertainment Stew Cup champion and the king of games in Entertainment Stew. (laughs) Uh, I'm really looking forward to this because it's going to be like a round-robin style tournament, not Mm -hmm. just a straight elimination, which I think one is more interesting. Uh, It also kind of reminds me of the tournaments they would do in the shows where it's, you know, you don't just lose a duel when you're out. Um, You get a, there's a couple of chances for everyone to duel each other in the beginning and then we sort of get to the finals. 
Um, so I'm really looking forward to doing this. Uh, anything else to say real quick, Derek, uh, about the premise? Um, uh, throughout the premise, we're going to go for a documentary sports style. Mm-hmm. So that's something new. Because, like, the thing is, World Series of Poker is actually legitimately exciting because of the way they film it. Yeah, it's, it's really cool, which feels counterintuitive because I played poker. I like poker. But, like, mm-hmm. it, even when you're playing it, it's kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and granted, Yu-Gi-Oh! is more exciting on its base than poker. So mm-hmm. I, I think we can make this really interesting. And, and the way we film it and the way we kind of tell the story... Uh, could be really cool. Yeah. Um, all your entertainment two favorites are going to be there. Um, Asia, John, Derek, Sam. We've all picked up a d- deck. Um, right now, we're filming a tournament of about six people. Yeah. Um, if we happen to get more, we'll, of course, keep that updated. Um, we are all going for a legitimately really nice trophy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's I've, crazy I've seen nice. It. It's a really... Like, I've seen photos uh, that you guys showed me of the actual Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, I think just like their world champions, whatever, they're like their biggest prizes. Uh, I think the trophy we're getting is on par with that. Yeah. Like, we're, as duelists, we're not that good. I don't think we have the decks or the skill to be like Yu-Gi-Oh! world champions. Uh, but that doesn't matter because we're going to have the trophy of a world champion, mm-hmm. which is pretty much close enough. It's close enough. Uh, if, if you can't compete with the best, then just get rewards the best get. And that's... I I legitimately have never won like I've been in track I've been in like sports and other after school activities mm-hmm. I've never won anything this nice. Um, I've never been in track or any sports or anything competitive. Yeah. So in, I I need a trophy. I was in college in the improv group I was in we did it like an internal kind of improv tournament kind of thing and I I, I ended up winning that um, which I was I was pretty proud of it's a it's a nice size trophy but mm-hmm. it, is, it is nothing compared to this. Also, Johnny, you, you bring up the fact that you you win an improv trophy every so often, and I really appreciate I it. I really appreciate um, that you always humble brag about your trophy thank you. whenever uh, it's appropriate. Because you don't you don't mention it all the time. No, but when it's appropriate. I, I find moments, and it's just kind of like, because the second you guys said trophy, I'm like, oh, I'm talking about improv. I can sneak this in. Um, <laughs> I can sneak this in. I'm, I'm this close to uh, having a, a trophy Yu-Gi-Oh card. This is kind of like, don't worry, guys. I have uh, a, a thing, a token to put in place of this card, and I just stick the trophy on the board. In the middle of the project. Uh, also, I can mention this. Mm-hmm. Um, the winner will also get a, a super rare card. Really, a super rare card? Mm-hmm. Who? who uh, um, one of our sponsors will be providing. One of our sponsors. Can, oh, nice. can we say anything else about that? Or we can't say anything else about that. Vague. But it's it it is a super rare card. And at the start of the video, I reveal what the card is. That is nice. really cool. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to. That. So when you say start of the video, the start of the the project. Yeah, the start of the project. Yes. So, so that'll be cool. We'll have on on uh, display for whoever the winner is. We've got this nice trophy. And I think maybe we can probably stick like the card in the trophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it comes with the card. That's really cool. That's really cool. This is the first time hearing about it. Yeah. So, uh, and our audience is hearing about it. Um, the filming strategy of this is going to be pretty fun. Um, so we're either going to do... We're, we're definitely going to do an episodic format. I was oh, going to yeah. say we're either going to do... But no. We're definitely going to do an episodic format. Um, we're, are we going to release it on YouTube? That's something that we can decide right now. Yeah, no, uh, I think we should definitely host the videos on YouTube mm-hmm. and then start from there and just share it tons of places. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because by the end of it, each video is just going to come together to create a documentary. Yeah. It, it, I like that. So, yeah, so it is going to be a full-length documentary when it's done, but it's going to be released episodic initially. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think just kind of on YouTube, on our Facebook, on anywhere we can host videos. Mm-hmm. Hey, check out what we've got so far, and then uh, we'll have a, complete, a completed Eastu Cup. Um, we're going to be using official Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament rules, which means we are following the ban list. Yeah, this is uh, something interesting. I, I didn't even know about this up until recently, which is, aside from the fact that we're doing a video of, of like, a Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament, this is going to be an actual, real, like, tournament tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, it's going to be interesting having to do that uh, with all the new rules and the new setup. But it's, I think it's going to be kind of cool that it's going to be an, a legitimate tournament. Um, but before... After, before, and after every video, um, we're going to do, like, real-life interviews. Just, like, getting yeah. people's thoughts before they go into the game. That way, um, you can get to know us as our dueling, like... Personas. Personas. Because character might be a little too far. Because we're mm-hmm. not going to be, like, characters. But we're going to be kind of exaggerated versions of ourselves. Yeah. We're going to have fun with it. Uh, so it's, it's going to be kind of like pre-game, post-game interviews. And we're going to be using the... Because the... We, we mentioned this before. The duels aren't going to be scripted. These are going to be actual duels. 
Uh, and a lot of the story elements are going to be going through those interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we get closer to the finals, the inherent drama will build up as the top players clash for our grand final. Grand final. As you do that, we can learn lean into that more. Yeah, so it's just like it's just the the very like we just dueled before recording this podcast and like the inherent drama of wanting a win and then as you go deeper and deeper in the tournament like the inherent drama of you trying to eke out a win just becomes way more palpable yeah there was a lot especially with like because this was just a random duel we were doing and i Mm -hmm. felt like there was a lot riding on it knowing there's gonna be a trophy and a super rare card on the line i i am absolutely gonna be giving it my all um and it's it's gonna you're gonna feel it the tension as as the duel progresses Uh, because the duels we've been doing have lasted i think a pretty decent amount um Mm -hmm. they they usually haven't been too one-sided so there's there's some twists and turns in there Mm um from there uh once again what separates us is our high production value we are going like throughout entertainment sue we have a collective of i have like i have like five years of video Mm -hmm production experience you have yeah i've been doing videos for years yeah Um, so we have a collective over a decade of experience at a minimum just mm -hmm. like making videos Mm -hmm. so i think we have the skills to make this exciting make this really interesting we are pulling out all the stops we're we're basically getting all of our best stuff in here for this um some some equipment we've actually never used before Mm -hmm. Uh, we're getting some some new stuff for these too uh, that i think is gonna really put it over the top we're gonna have some really cool shots in this uh, and I'm I'm definitely looking forward to to seeing the, the final product of this. Yes. Um, in regards to the audience, this is like I said, this is going to be for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. If you would rather us run the meta, um, that's it's not for you. Yeah. So it, it, I'll say if if you're a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh and you want to see uh, the standard almost pre-built decks that people have been using, just because that's the most effective, we're not going to be doing that. We're all kind of having our own flavor. Uh, I know that my deck specifically is pretty old that I've been using, but it's good. Um, so yeah, if you're if you're looking for you know the the latest and greatest of Yu-Gi-Oh, um, we're not gonna get the latest, but maybe the greatest. We might have some pretty awesome decks in here. My, think, my deck's pretty great. I've seen they're all really good. It's just it's if you're looking for the current meta, you're not gonna find that. You're not gonna find it. We're um, at the end. We're trying to have fun, but also. We're trying to be true to ourselves. And yeah. I feel like all of our decks, in a sense, mm-hmm. like represent us yeah. pretty well. Yeah, I think that's I think that's part of what a, a lot of fun comes out of Yu-Gi-Oh! is sort of seeing your personality in deck form. Um, your deck-sona. Your, your deck-sona, your deck if you will. Sona. Uh, something we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Uh, but also, if you're not a huge fan of Yu-Gi-Oh!, you might be surprised about how much you like it. Um, I think it's, from, from some of the testing we've done so far, I think it's... We, we found good ways to get people kind of engaged mm-hmm. in the just the game of it. Um, mm-hmm. And so even if you haven't seen Yu-Gi-Oh! before or you don't like Yu-Gi-Oh!, you might find you want to give this a shot anyway. Yeah, because like, um, if you didn't like Yu-Gi-Oh! before, I, I'm on you. I'm, I'm on your side because before in the past, before like last month... <laughs> When we started playing Yu-Gi-Oh, mm-hmm. I was like, "Ugh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Who, what kind of geek plays a Yu-Gi-Oh still?" And then I saw like the anime, and I'm like, "Well, this is really funny. This is wild. This is really interesting." And then we started playing it more, and it was actually really fun. So I have to give my cool card away. <laughs> I can't say that I don't play Yu-Gi-Oh. But yeah, this is exciting. This is part. The thing is, what's exciting to me, the what's that? What's exciting about me the most is that we have. Like, we've, we're almost done with pre-production because we have everything we need. Yeah. We have the location. We have the camera equipment. Um, we have the people to be a part of it. And so it's, like, it's looking really yeah, we're, good. We're getting ready for this. Um, it's uh, it's one of the first because we, we've had a lot of ideas before it needs to of uh, stuff putting it together. This is, I think, one of the first things where it's, we, we've got what we need. At this point, we're just, we're going right into it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty much that. If you have any questions about that entire process, please don't hesitate to put it in the comment section below. Um, Real quick, uh, before we move on to the next thing, uh, if you have any guesses of what our decks are going to be like, that's uh, true. If you want to throw down a guess of what kind of deck we're going to use, uh, put that below. Or if you just want to let us know what decks you, you guys use. Because uh, I'm curious to see what, what some of our fans have. If you play Yu-Gi-Oh! and you've got kind of a specific deck or something that you've totally created, which are my favorite decks... Uh, put that in the comments below. I'm really curious to see what you guys are running. Mm-hmm. During the week of Thanksgiving, um, we will be doing Extra Life, 
we're we're probably not going to do it the actual game day because I'm waiting for a game to release where we can do it. Mm. On a, Cyberpunk 2077. It's late yeah. November, and I extra life the extra life day is on November seventh, mm-hmm. so that I'm gonna push ours towards the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Makes um, sense. And there's a bunch of new games I want to try. I would like to do the preliminaries, the qualifying yeah, the qualifiers, round, the qualifiers um, for. The tournament then before we can set up the bracket yeah because we're, we're doing a round robin and essentially the way we're going to set it up is we're going to have everyone who's going to be in the project get together we're all going to do um uh, a simple uh like derek said preliminary qualifier duels and we're going to use that to determine what the initial round robin order is going to be mm-hmm. for the actual project and we're going to stream it yeah so it's going to be i think it's gonna be a lot of fun it'll be a nice preview uh to see kind of what, what sort of decks we're running how they work against each other uh, knowing ahead of time maybe who some of the favorites are and who mm-hmm. is going to be kind of the underdog going into the project. Uh, and it'll be just a nice kind of uh, like teaser. Exactly. So that's pretty much it for our Yu-Gi-Oh! project. Um, we have another really cool upcoming thing as well. Sam. So, um, Entertainment Sue, I, do you want to say the release date of the store? Or will that jinx us? No. We The thing is, regardless, we have everything for it. So like we can... We could do it on that day. Perfect. So the Entertainment Stew um, merch store is dropping. I don't know if that's the right like merch is the right word. Yeah, it's our merch. It's our merch. It's a it's a store. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be releasing on October twenty third this year, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be um, we're releasing seven designs. Do you want me to go into the designs or? Um, just go into the three like from the collection. Okay, so. Um, I created a Dragon Ball Z Super Saiyan Rainbow collection. So we're going to be releasing those in threes. Um, the first three, do you want me to say the third three? Okay. Sorry. We didn't discuss what we'd be like, what was marked from the record. Um, so the one that we'll be releasing um, October 23rd will be Trunks, um, Super Saiyan Broly. Uh, uh... Broly from Dragon Ball Super Broly movie. Dragon Ball Super Broly movie, because I do love him. It, it can be tough d- discussing uh, Broly, especially because the new show is called Dragon Ball Super, and mm-hmm. he's he's a Super Saiyan, and he's also like the legendary Super yeah. Saiyan in the original mm-hmm. movies. And it, so it's it's from the uh, new movie, yeah, Dragon yeah. Ball Super, the new movie they just did about Broly. Yes, thank you for clarifying. I didn't want people to come for me in the comments being like, oh, it's not the original This is the wrong Broly. Broly. Where's, where's my Broly? And, and they like, come at me with hey, pitchforks. We'll be up front. This is the Broly you're going to get. And it's going to be Gogeta blue. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be purple, green, blue. And that's the first Roy D. Biv colors you get. Nice. I'm really excited for them. Hopefully um, you like them. Um, and I want to hear your comments on them when they release. And details to come, I guess. I don't know how much we'll... I, another thing we can mention is our tarot card series that we're running for um, World of Valor. Mm-hmm. And our first one is going to be the Rokander Death Shirt. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so it's uh, you guys have come up with some amazing designs. I really love them. Uh, I'm very honored that Rokander is the first <laughs> one. So again, these are more t-shirts. Uh, and it's going to be, uh, like what Derek said, tarot card styles. And uh, it's going to be some of the artwork we've been using for the show. Uh, so it's really cool that Rokander is going to be the first one uh, mm-hmm. to get on a t-shirt. I'm looking forward to those. Yeah, it was based on the World of Valor Wednesday. Well, not World of Valor Wednesday. The World of Valor um, Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's really exciting. Um, we're not only just going to have t-shirts in the shop. We're going to have posters and... Prints? Yeah, posters and prints. Mm-hmm. We're going to have posters, prints, and t-shirts starting out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is... We, we've been talking about it for a while. Uh, we, we've been asked about it a bunch. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate all the support and the guys' in interest in this. It's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a date for you now. It is October 23rd. We're launching the store. Uh, we're going to be showcasing some of the designs and stuff you can get before we fully launch. Mm-hmm. We're going to be promoting some of that on social media. Uh, so keep up with us if you want to see what's going to be available in the store before it launches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Do you have any other, like... Should we do t-shirt? Like, hey, this my, this World of Wild character that I like. Can you make a shirt of them in the next series or something? Or is that too soon? Um, th- that's too soon. Let's hold off on requests Fair until enough. we yeah. like Fair enough. establish ourselves a bit more. I'm getting no but, results. But I do appreciate that. I do like that. Um, this is also a fun thing for us. Um, if conventions open up again next year, um, which uh, we, we live in a state that has a lot of less restrictions for 
the coronavirus stuff, and they keep opening up stuff. And they're um, the so, worst. So conventions might be coming back next year. I, um, not, they, they probably shouldn't. They shouldn't. Not to get too much with coronavirus. Um, things keep opening up and then immediately shutting back down. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I don't think with a convention's lifestyle, I don't know if any are going to open next yeah. year. Uh, just being realistic. So, but if conventions are open and if we are going to one, we will be selling our stuff at the conventions. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you end up heading to some of the East Duke cons, uh, you can pick up stuff there. Mm-hmm. If you prefer not to use the internet, yeah. for some reason. Yeah, I get it. I like to try on my shirts. Well, you won't be trying. Yeah, on... you won't be able to try on my right. shirt at the convention. You're right. You, yeah, you will have to just buy it. We'll see. <laughs> you, we can hold it up for you. You can see it. Do some quick eye measurements. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the t-shirt things. We're all really pumped for it. We have designs from both Sam and Asia on the design. Um, but we also might have some designs from Elise. Really? Ooh. Nice. Okay. So that's a little surprise for later. Right now, um, we can move on to... Before we get... We're going to move on to the question portion. But there has been pretty big gaming news lately. Mm-hmm. Um John, Xbox Ones, PS5s. Um, yeah. The pre-order situation with that. Um, I want to touch on this kind of briefly um, because I know I've been trying to pre-order at least one and I haven't had that opportunity yet. Yeah, I've been attempting to pre-order the... Now, because one, I didn't even hear pre-orders were available. It wasn't until Derek sent me a text saying, oh, I'm in line for the Xbox uh, Series X to pre-order. And I was like, oh, should I... Should I get in line? And I went to try and get in line, and the website was just down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, I, you know, Derek noticed this. I'm sure everyone has noticed this. Um, there weren't many going around. Uh, a lot of the pre-orders got snapped up by bots, which uh, I don't know if you guys saw. I, I immediately, once the website was down, I went over to eBay, and I saw, I mean, the whole, when I searched Series X, the whole, like, first two pages are people selling their pre-orders, I saw one going for $4,900. When I say going, I mean sold. It was Jeez. sold when I went. It wasn't like, oh, this guy's offering this and there's no bids. It had like 38 bids. Uh, and, and someone bought it. Um, which uh, explains a lot. Because I, I never really understood the whole bot thing. I was like, all right, maybe you make like a couple hundred bucks total. Because there's yeah. you know, how much leeway are you going to get? Um, and that was kind of an outlier, but if you're making like a couple thousand off these pre-orders, uh, I remember looking at, it, I was like, man, if I got a pre-order, I probably would have sold mine. I like, would have sold mine if I saw it, that. Yeah, if I could sell mine for $2,000 even, like I'm making that trade. Uh, yeah, I, um, this process, the thing is I was like Sam and Asia now, um, I talk about, yeah, I'm going to buy both of the consoles this year. <laughs> Um, do that is that's a direct quote because of how much this has been like kind of bungled and how there's not that many launch titles and how like the launch titles i can just play on like the ps4 or my xbox one and then upgrade later Mm -hmm. um i might not buy one like right now i i don't know if i'm gonna buy one until the next big stock drop because they're gonna have one more ready for like christmas Mm -hmm. um but i'm just i'm probably gonna wait till i can get one like physically in a store and it's just kind of like same you know if i can maybe pre-order through this specific retailer or just go in and pick one up once it's available that way uh just because one i I think getting things online is gonna be very difficult right now because people i think people are trying to get everything every 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 yeah it's it's the way that you know scalpers operate is they want all the stock and then they'll sell it themselves and make a huge profit Mm -hmm. and and people will buy from them uh, and they'll keep doing it but also, the fact that what you said, there's no real launch titles. Because Halo Infinite would have been a launch title, and mm-hmm. I was still not super into that, but it's been pushed back. And I can't think of any one game that's coming out exclusively for the next generation. Um, or at the very least, it's not a game I want to play. Yeah. So, I'm for the first time, because I love getting the new consoles, because I'm, uh, <laughs> I am... A, the perfect consumer in that, where it's like, even if I'm told it's better, it's like, I, I just want the better console. I, I want it. Um, Same. And <laughs> it's just like there's something in me where it's just kind of like, but it's better, and it's like you're not gonna notice your TV's not even that good, but it's like, but it's better. It's um, so good. And I've read, I do a 4K TV. It's not a huge one. But I have a 4K TV, so I can I can use some of that 4K gaming. <laughs> but which is kind of funny because I got a 4K right. TV, and well, no, because the thing is, I bought a 4K TV, and nothing's 4K. <laughs> I, I don't have anything that can play 4K stuff on it. It's just I've got it, um, but I wanted it. Uh, so this will be a nice uh, little pairing. But I am not really 
that into getting a new console. Like, I'm going to get one eventually, but I, <laughs> I really have no incentive. Me neither. Yeah. So I, I would say uh, if you've been thinking about getting one of the new consoles, you know, get one eventually if you have the money. But I'm, I'm not that pressured, which is because I bought Series X like immediately after it came out. Um, and this is way better than the, the jump from the... I say Series X. And another problem with Xbox... I, I liked Xbox One X. I thought that was a cool name. Um, doing Xbox One X and Xbox Series X is such a mistake. Because, like, I think three times already in this conversation I've misnamed them. Tons of people have bought the wrong console when Series X was all sold out. And uh, it doesn't help that they now have the Xbox One S, the Xbox One X, and the Xbox Series X, and the Xbox Series S. Mm -hmm. uh, and the worst part of all of this is, initially, this was called Project Scorpio. Like, I, I probably would immediately buy an Xbox Scorpio, if that was what it was it's called. It's a cool name. Like, that's, such, I think, that's a good name. That, that either is the current gen or the last gen was. But uh, whatever this gen was, I also had a really awesome name, if it wasn't Scorpio. And it's like... Just, just stick with random, like, animal. Just start doing animal stuff. Yeah. Just, like, uh, you know, uh, the Xbox Lion or whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's weird and kind of lame, like, but so with... is so is your current naming method. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Just do something just, unique. Just stick with the Zodiacs, and then you can market to a bunch of other, like, Instagram girls who are just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey. <laughs> Boom! Uh, you, we just doubled your market. This is the Xbox uh, Taurus. Uh, Taurus, is, you've got to get one of these. Otherwise, you're... Uh, Aura's gonna get all out of whack. I don't know what the thing is. Age is a perfect person for this. I don't know zodiac signs at all. See, but I anyway. know mine. Mine's Cancer, but you probably shouldn't sell an Xbox Cancer. Hey, welcome. This is the Xbox Cancer. Uh, but yeah, so Xbox change. PlayStation played it safe with just one, two, three, four, five. Mm -hmm. Xbox, you got to do something. It's, you, this is a train wreck. <laughs> um. Okay. So. I'm um, gonna move to our first question uh, from Rokander needs a win. Uh, what are some exciting games that you guys are looking to get this holiday season? First off, I gotta preempt all of this by saying what an awesome uh, username. Thank you so much. Uh, Rokander appreciates that and uh, maybe stay tuned. Uh, maybe he's gonna get a win pretty soon. We'll see. Um, I'll start off. Uh, I am really looking forward to Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, it has multiplayer as well. His multiplayer? They said the multiplayer is going to be its own AAA game. Oh my god. And so um, I'm probably going to get it on Xbox as well where we can like just do stuff. That's and... awesome. Because here's the deal. Uh, if this had been any other game company, I probably would have gone, oh, this game looks cool, but it's probably way too overhyped. It's going to be lame. It's not going to be as fun as all this. I'll probably still get it, but it'll be lame. The fact that this is CD Projekt Red, this is the people who did The Witcher 3 and how amazing that game was. And how like just straightforward it was with the marketing. I think this game is going to be legitimately amazing. I think it's going to be um, legitimate. I, it, it's I've been waiting so long to play a, a game, especially a triple A game that isn't just trying to scam me. Like it, it feels weird. <laughs> it feels really weird. Like playing games now constantly feels like yeah. When you get a, a phone call and it's not a number that's saved and it's in your own area code and you're like oh this is people trying to scam money out of me. Um, that's how I feel playing a lot of AAA games lately. We're just kind of like, oh, everything in this game is designed to make me spend money. Um, I hate those. And it kind of sucks. Uh, like, EA's been the worst about this, because they, they release $60 games with ads in them. Literal ads. Like, are you kidding oh, wow. me? They, they're an EA game. In between the, the games, while it was loading, they play literal ads in a $60 John, game. John, you said this. I'm so anti-ad that I'll pay for like, any subscription that doesn't have ads. I hate ads. Because the thing is, like, on free-to-play games, I kind of get it. Uh, like, you gotta make money somehow. Yeah. Even if you have a ton of microtransactions, even if you make a lot of money, it's fine to have some ads, and especially in, like, a mobile game. Mm -hmm. If I'm paying $60 for a console game, and you have microtransactions, and ads i'm done i'm done with you uh so I, I, i'm looking forward to cyberpunk because i trust cd project red the way i used to trust bethesda poorly i might add it turns out they always <laughs> sucked uh i trust them and I, I feel like they're not gonna try and just be constantly telling me oh hey i'm from the social security department i need you to give me uh all your credit card info oh, we're gonna send you to jail and it's like you're not gonna do that just stop calling me just let me play a game 
Um, I was gonna say Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, it's uh, it's I didn't realize they moved it back. It's no longer coming out in September. It's coming, coming out, out this year. It's coming out this year. It's coming out October 29th. Okay. So I was just like, oh, so all the games I wanted to play are they're just moving back. Um, Real quick, uh, that's about a week after our merch store launches. Uh, so if you order anything, you'll probably have it for them. So if you've been itching to play Watch Dogs Legion with a Super Saiyan Broly shirt and you just didn't know where to get one, you know where to get there one. You go. Uh, so if, if you're looking for that uh, Dragon Ball Z t-shirt and Watch Dogs Legion combo, you know where to find it. Um, I don't care about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I don't want to say I'm tired of Vikings, but because of God of War and the show Vikings, I'm tired of Vikings. I'm tired of Assassin's Creed because at this point, it's it's too much like the old games mm-hmm. to be any good at what they or they're trying to make the new games. But it's not enough of the new games to be any good at that. It, it's it's trying too much to do everything, and in doing so, it does nothing. Um, so definite buys. Thank you. Definite <laughs> buys for me. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Um, Cyberpunk 2077, um, Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is Yakuza 7, um, I feel like there's something else that I'm forgetting. Spider-Man? Miles Morales. I might skip Miles Morales for the time being until the PS5 version, because then I'm just going to buy the $59.99 version that comes with the original game. Because it comes with the original Spider-Man 4 as well. Um, when does Far Cry come out? Far Cry 6? When does Far Cry 6 come out? I'm going to be honest. It's going to have Giancarlo Esposito, which is a win in any book. But uh, I don't even know if that man can, can get me back into Far Cry. And for the <laughs> record, I love Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, he's fantastic in everything. He's in The Mandalorian. He's in Better Call Saul. He's in uh, the Harley Quinn show where he voices Lex Luthor. Uh, that guy's amazing. And he makes any project he's in uh, a million times better. But... Man, Far Cry is just not good. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest. I haven't played a Far Cry game since Far Cry 3. Uh, God, I played Far Cry 4 and 5, and let me tell you, they're not that good. Um, uh, uh, I only, I don't play any of the Far Cry games. I just saw the trailer for Far Cry 6, and I thought it was really good. Oh, trailer looks amazing. Uh, but since you said all of that... Yeah, because Far Cry is it's like an open-world shooter, and it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, okay, the enemies have a bunch of bases... You're going to go in and take back the base. Um, and that's kind of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're if there are Far Cry, Far Cry fans watching, please let us know what you like about those games. I, I wish I was wrong. Like, if you if you can come up with some cool argument to be like, no, 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 Far Cry 6 is going to be awesome, please convince me otherwise. I'd like to hope for this game. Any excuse to play a game with Giancarlo Esposito in it, I will take. But otherwise, it, I'm just not looking forward to this. Wow, there's not a lot of games I'm actually looking forward to. Because honestly, I don't care about Call of Duty. I don't care about Call of Duty. I, I kind of like zombies, but if I'm going to play zombies, I'm just going to re-download World at War yeah. and play the original zombies, which is which still holds up, surprisingly. Uh, I'm not paying $69.99 for a new game. Like, I know <sighs> eventually I'm going to have to do that, but I refuse. I forgot the games cost $70 now. Because uh, I'm also, I'm, not, I'm really upset with Sony because of the whole Marvel Avengers thing of exclusive Spider-Man. Um, I get it. Sony is the ability to stop me from ever playing Spider-Man if I'm on Xbox, but uh, I hate that you're using it, uh, and the fact that they're going into a game that's on the Xbox, and mm-hmm. they're saying, oh, Spider-Man would have been in this game, but we don't want him to be. That For me, that was the line, where I was like, yeah. okay, I'm not playing Marvel's Avengers because of this, and I kind of hate Sony for this. Um, Sam pointed out a game that's coming out there. The, the Switch port of The Outer Worlds is coming out. Interesting. Outer, Outer, the Outer Worlds or The Outer Wilds? It's, I think it's Outer Worlds. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the space game is Outer Worlds. I do like the Outer Worlds. Uh, it's fun. Uh, would I buy it on the Switch again? Um, Sam, how much was it? Um, it was like 60 bucks. Nah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, 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 I love Outer Worlds, and I'm I'm looking forward to playing their new DLC, which I think is already out. Yeah. Uh, I think I just need to download it and play it. Um, it's a really great game. It's from Obsidian Entertainment, who did Fallout New Vegas, which I love. I revisited recently. That game holds up really well, mm-hmm. uh, which is part of why I'm, I'm, I don't think it's going to be this year, but Obsidian's uh, Skyrim game, I think it's like Beloved, or that's not what it's yeah, called, but it's something so... like that. It's a, like a B-name game. It's one word. Um, it looks cool. Uh, so I'm down for that, but I'm not paying 60 bucks to rebuy a game I already own. <laughs> like It's awesome for people who just stick Switch, uh, I'm glad they're going to get a chance at it because it's not that intensive of a game. Yeah. Like, it doesn't need that. Like, the Switch can handle it. Um, Avowed. 
Avowed. That's it. Oh, uh, it said in the world they're CRPG. Yeah. John, I know you don't like CRPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, Closer of Eternity is probably the best game that I've played. One of the best games outside of Skyrim that I've played last decade. Um, that's exciting. I love that world. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to Avowed. Um, so yeah, Obsidian puts out just great content. Um, so A new CRPG is coming out. Barter's Great 3 is oh, coming out. New Baldur's Gate. Um, October 6th. So I'm super pumped for that. Um, other than that, uh, I don't really have anything that I care about this year. Yeah. So, but a uh, great question, uh, great username. Uh, it's it's always cool talking about the games that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so if there's any games you guys are looking forward to, let us know that we didn't list here, uh, or if you disagree with some of ours, you think the game's gonna be bad, or maybe you think it's gonna be better. Uh, let us know. Cause I'm curious to hear what you guys think of games you guys are looking forward to. Because there's probably a ton coming out on PC that I haven't even heard of. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't do much PC games. I, I we, we got a powerful PC computer. I should probably start PC gaming more. Mm-hmm. Just the entire setup is kind of annoying. I yeah. like lounging on a couch and playing. Yeah, I games. I like the console just because it's just, it's one and done. Just just buy the game and then you play it. Um, so the next question is from X Dork Knight X. <laughs> um, what movies are you looking forward to this year? Trolls World Tour. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that came out already. Trolls World Tour was a legitimately a good movie really? that attempts to talk about race. Really? And talks about how our different having differences is okay. And just saying that, yeah, we're all just trolls. We're all the same is not really cool because we all have differences and yeah. that's okay that we have differences. Yeah. And that's the point of the movie. Wow, do I need to watch Trolls World Tour? It's, uh, it's, the it, thing is, it's just like, it was hard for me to get into because I hate when any kind of movie, no matter how good of a singer you are, does covers of songs that already exist. I hate it. Covers can be rough. Uh, I might give that a shot. The I, message of Trolls 2, I was like, oh, this is like a good message. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to check that out. And do you mind if I give you a spoiler? Go for it. I don't really um, giving everyone a spoiler? Who hasn't seen Trolls? Oh, yeah. Trolls spoiler warning. This isn't just us, Derek. Yeah, we're yeah, like, you're right. Yeah. We're, not, we're not yelling into the void here. Spoilers for Troll 2 World Tour. Um, it's the it's the pop trolls that ruin it for everyone. Because pop the pop trolls, it, seems, it was also a commentary on pop music, mm-hmm. where like it takes other people's music and tries to make it pop. And revisionist history. Yeah. They also include huh. that in the I, movie. I kind of like that. And it talks about how, like, history is written by the victor. So it's like, yeah, you didn't think you did a bad thing, um, Americans. <laughs> but... <laughs> I know, I, know uh, I guess, spoiler warning for Frozen 2, if you haven't seen that yet, although... I have not seen that. Do you plan on seeing it? No, no. Okay. Because uh, if you haven't seen Frozen 2, you probably aren't going to. But uh, they mm-hmm. do something similar where it's like... They do it much worse, though. Where, have you seen Frozen 2? <laughs> I have not. So, uh, okay, again, spoiler warning for Frozen 2. Um, there's a bit where uh, it turns out right outside the, the uh, kingdom of Arendelle, there's like a big mist-covered forest where people can't enter or leave. And there's a bunch of, for lack of a better word, indigenous peoples there. Um, and uh, they show up, and they're kind of like, they find out, oh, there's a bunch of old Arendelle soldiers in here, and the indigenous people, and they're like, they're kind of fighting, and it's like, hey, guy that I knew growing up, uh, what's going on in here? And it's like, oh yeah, uh, we had a war with these people way back in the old day, uh, and like, your grandfather was king, and uh, you know, your dad was here, and it turns out their mom was one of their people, and she left them to, to go join the kingdom, uh, and the whole thing is, oh, their grandfather... Uh, like, Elsa and Anna's grandfather was the bad guy. He was going to betray them, or he did betray them. And then, like, the forest reacted by covering itself in a mist. And it's it's that whole message of, like, oh, you know, we got a... a they, they built a dam, and it, it really ruined the forest and stopped them from doing stuff, but it saved Arendelle. And then the message is they, they destroyed the dam. And it's like, oh, no, it's going to destroy Arendelle. But they do it anyway, and then it, it also shows up and saves the day, and they don't destroy the city. But it's just... It's, it's worse. It's like, ah, uh, uh, you know, a classic, uh, your ancestor did bad stuff, but it's very heavy-handed. And uh, the way they portray, the, it's just not mm-hmm. good. So if you want a lighter movie... So if, you want a, if you want a better version of that, I guess check out Trolls World Tour. Um, I guess a movie that hasn't released yet. I was really in the Tenet. Um, I'm not... I'm not gonna get the coronavirus to see Tenet. <laughs> Tenet looks good. Uh, I think I think Christopher Nolan wants everyone to die after they've seen it. I think uh, he just wants people to to die because oh. Christopher Nolan hates people. Um, I 
like the thing is I promised myself if it got like a 98 or above on Rotten Tomato I would go see in the movie theater and it's like sitting at like 83 right now and it's like okay and maybe, maybe maybe it changed my mind because like <laughs> a, a couple more good reviews then I'd be in trouble uh, Tenet looks good but yeah again I, I think it's really cool because uh, he talked about this they use as little CGI as possible like mm-hmm. there's bits where they reverse time and like the actors had to learn how to speak in reverse for that like it's like so much of it is not an effect yeah um, which I think is a really cool concept and I like that I'm looking forward to seeing that but I want to see other movies after I want to live after I see this movie <laughs> so I'm going to wait till I can view it on home video um Dune was supposed to come out in December but really hopefully um Warner Brothers pushes it back I didn't know Dune was that close to being done I knew they yeah. had a trailer but I didn't know I, they were that close I'm so excited for Dune like I, I watched the original like 80s cut of the film and I mm-hmm. read the book um, but haven't read any of the sequels, and I, I so want Dune to do well. Didn't Dune, like, isn't that what all, all modern sci-fi movies are based on, essentially? Every sci-fi thing is kind of based off of Dune. Yeah, it's like it's like a, a modern uh, metropolis, mm-hmm. if, if, if you're familiar with that movie and how, to, how it affected sci-fi films in general. Um, but everyone also admits that the original Dune sucked. Yeah. But I, I so want it to be good. I hope it's not like a John Carter or Mars type thing, where the story of John Carter's Mars like pretty much kickstarted sci-fi. Yeah. But because it kickstarted sci-fi, it had all these tropes, no one cared about it. Yeah, because I know another issue that I think the movie had, and I think Dune is probably going to run into, is Dune is likely going to feel derivative. Um, just because when, when you do everything first, but your movie gets made last, mm-hmm. it's kind of like... Oh man, you're just copying Star Wars. And it's like, no, 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 guys, Star Wars is copying them. Like, who cares? I've already seen Star Wars. Like, it feels derivative. Yeah. Uh, so I hope they don't run into that, but I think that's going to be their biggest issue. Um, other movies, uh, the thing is, uh, gotta tell you, coronavirus kind of ruined the movie industry this year. Yeah. Um, most movies are pushed back. They might not have an Academy Awards this year. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, especially considering this is the first year they were like, ah, oh, we got pushed for diversity. Yeah. Also, I remember, though, I haven't seen this on Twitter because for some reason I follow, like, the Sonic fandom on Twitter. And they were just like, yeah, you know what You know what movie's going to win Academy Awards? Sonic it's the movie. It's the highest grossing movie I, of it's the year. It's the highest grossing movie, really, yeah. I kind of forgot Sonic came out That's already. That's what I, And I was like, I kind of want to see that. Is that on home video? I think it is on home video. Now I say that, I realized how archaic the phrase home video is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I might rent that at some point. Is it a blockbuster? Um, I, might, I, might re- I might watch Mulan. I might pay the 30 bucks to watch Don't. Mulan because Don't. I've never seen the original Mulan. No. And so this will be my first step into okay. Disney's Mulan. This is, this Have is... you guys heard people talk about Mulan? Yeah. I've heard, I, the thing is, I've heard, I've heard, the, the thing is, I saw this video where this one, like, um, Chinese woman, she, she, the title of the video is like, I created a YouTube channel. Oh, I was going to recommend her video. <laughs> I saw her video. She does a perfect breakdown of Mulan and why it's not, because it, I haven't seen the new movie. I love the original animated Mulan, uh, mostly because I love Ming-Na Wen, uh, and she's in the new Mulan, which is a big step up for them. I didn't realize she had a cameo in this. Um, and so I'm going to rent it when it comes out on a reasonable price. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she describes, listen, we're not going to talk about the animated Mulan. We're just going to talk about how this movie in particular sucks. Uh, and she does a great job of that. Um, Let me get her name. Yeah, we can get her name. Because she, she does a great job. She does. Uh, she knows a whole lot about um, not just Chinese culture, but kind of uh, I think just style in general, and she talks about that in the movie. Uh, and she does some, she does a really good job talking about just filmmaking wise how how the film fails in those areas. Um, Zyron J Zhao, everything culturally wrong with Mulan 2020, and how they could have been, how it could have been better. Yeah, a recap slash dissection by a Chinese person. Yeah, because I'm not gonna get too much. I I totally recommend watching the video, even if you haven't seen Mulan. It's just an entertaining video. She's a really great. Uh, content creator uh, for having just this one video on her channel. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it, she, that's so funny. She literally I love made a whole that. channel and made one video just to talk about this movie. Uh, there's a bit where she says uh, they clearly didn't talk to anyone who knows anything about actual Chinese culture for this because if they changed one word in this scene, it would go from being terrible to pretty great about Chinese culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it literally, like, they change one word, it goes from problematic to uh, good. So check out her video if you want to hear about it. I, Derek, please don't watch Mulan. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to pay 30 bucks for it. If it wasn't $30, 
Because I think that's probably because also Black Widow got pushed back next year, mm -hmm. uh, and I get why they're doing it. Because if there's like a family of four, and they would normally go to a movie theater, yeah, they're going to be spending something like thirty two dollars on movie tickets. Um, whereas you know, uh, if they can just rent it for five dollars online, yeah. they're losing a ton of money on that. And I get why they're waiting to release movies in theaters, um, but at the same time, I think Disney went too far. Because uh, if I go to a movie theater, I'm paying eight bucks to watch a movie. Mm -hmm. um, you get that and, and uh, if I go to a movie theater and I buy a movie ticket for, you know, if I go with like four other people and I, I pay for everyone, they don't just give me a DVD of the movie in three months. It's not like, hey, listen, uh, this movie is gonna come out. You can go buy a bunch of tickets. Also, we're gonna ship this uh, DVD to everyone in America, and you're just gonna have it in a couple months. And it's kind of like Disney. That was a terrible idea. Uh, you shouldn't do that. Um, there's literally nothing else I care about. Like, there's no other yeah, movie movies. Movies are dry. When was, when was Wonder Woman coming out? Is that coming? That's next year. Yeah. That's next year? Ne yeah, they moved it next year. 2021 is going to be huge for DC. Because mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure the Batman comes out 2021. Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman comes out 2021. Fast and Furious 9 comes out 2021. That's not It's DC. Wonder Brothers, I think. Um, yeah, it's Warner Brothers. I, I'm sure oh, it's Universal. Never Universal, never mind. Get it, Fast and Furious. Uh, I think The Suicide Squad comes out 2021. Yeah, comes out 2021. Um, and yeah. Snyder Cut, uh, or as it's now called, Zack Snyder's Justice League, um, is going to be released 2021. Um, they're, they're doing reshoots, like, now. Yeah, they're filming new reshoots. Yeah, that's uh, wild to me. Yeah, because apparently that's why they need so much money. Because someone was saying... The reason that, if you hadn't heard, for the Snyder Cut, they're getting $30 million from HBO Max. Um, Just wild to me. Because like, that's like, a, a lot of movies have that as their premier budget. Mm -hmm. The fact that a reshoot, but a recut, like the fact that they're doing a director's cut for $30 million is, it kind of blows my mind. Now granted, I think they're going to make that back on HBO Max subscriptions, mm -hmm. because I'm getting an HBO Max subscription for that. Um, and also the other DC shows they have on there. Because apparently DC Universe, if you haven't heard, they're shutting mm -hmm. that down. That's just going to be a comic subscription. What? It's just going to be a comic book subscription. Uh, I already canceled mine. Because uh, <laughs> I, I love Doom Patrol and Titans and mm -hmm. the new Harley Quinn show. I love that show. Uh, they're all amazing. They're all going to HBO Max. Oh, okay. Oh, sweet. Um, okay. Yeah, so all, nothing, none of their shows are canceled that mm -hmm. weren't already going on. They're just moving to HBO Max, mm -hmm. which I think is really good of Warner Brothers. Because before... Uh, you had to pick one or the other of DC Universe or HBO Max, and then that means you don't get any of the cool movies that they have. Like Harley Quinn and um, the super long movie title is on HBO Max already. Oh, is it already on HBO yeah. Max? Um, so I think it's nice that they're, they're consolidating their streaming services. WandaVision is still expected to come out like in December. Oh, yeah. Did you guys see the trailer for that? Yes, I, it was I so good. I loved the trailer. It looks really good. I didn't know Catherine Hahn was in that. I also uh, didn't know Catherine Hahn was in that. She's amazing. So I'm really looking forward I've to I've only seen her in Parks and Rec, so I'm really excited. Who, who does she play at Parks and Rec? Uh, she is um, she's the uh, campaign advisor. So oh, she does, I she love does her. She does Bobby Newport's, a.k.a. Yeah. Paul Rudd's campaign. I love her. And then her. she works with Adam Scott. She's um, great. She's fantastic. She's also, if you didn't know, she is Olivia Octavius in Into the Spider-Verse. What? Yeah, she voices that role. Uh, so she's very talented. She's amazing. Uh, super funny. Um, this is going to be the last thing I mentioned. I think they're going to use this to get mutants into... Um, they, they definitely are. Because it's like, they, 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 they had a House of M, like, reference to it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think this is definitely going to be... I think WandaVision is going to be a game changer. Because I think this is also the setup for Doctor Strange. It is, for movie. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, which I've heard rumors there's going to be uh, Tom Cruise in that movie playing an alternate Iron Man. Um because he was originally he was, the, he was originally screened. I, I don't know if he screen tested, but he was in the running for that. Mm -hmm. uh, I would love it if they did like a full alternate Avengers. Like if they get John Krasinski, especially now that John Krasinski is like crazy buff, uh, he could definitely like. Who was he gonna play? Uh, Captain America. He was oh really? The, he yeah. stream tested really? Captain America. Yeah, mm -hmm. John Krasinski was in the suit for Captain America, uh, which I think he, like him now with his beard, he would kill it as like a nomad, like an alternate nomad cap. Yeah. Uh, he would so he would destroy because he's like he's got a crazy six pack now. I mean, I, how tall he is! I cannot take John Krasinski seriously. The thing is, it, I Jim. You should watch um, not Zero Dark Thirty. Jack Ryan. There's Jack Ryan, but there's also that like Benghazi movie. That, oh yeah, um, I can't remember the name of it, but it, he's doing a lot of action movies now. Yeah, he he looks I, he, I, he pulls it off. I I, I know. I, um, I see his pictures. It's like when it's like how Steve Carell was in The Big Short, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like. 
oh man, uh, you're doing, you're just serious. And he, he does it, but it's just, it's a little strange. Uh, but I'd love to see that, and then maybe get like Jensen Ackles as Hawkeye, because he, he was in the running for Hawkeye. Oh, really? Um, I think it would be really fun to just have a full-on alternate Avengers team. You can have, uh, what's his name, come back. Uh, he played in the, he played the Hulk in The Incredible Hulk. Edward Norton. You can have Edward Norton come back. I don't back think he'd and... want to come back, to be yeah. honest. Uh, maybe get Eric Bana in. He was in the movie before that. Be oh, fun. yeah, Eric Bana needs something um, to do. He, because <laughs> he, he is just a, a, a cool actor. Uh, he's a he's a handsome man. Give give him a role in Marvel. He, he could do it. Um, I, I I think there's a lot of potential with this, mm-hmm. and people are speculating uh, to Maguire Spider Man. I'd love to see him come back as an old man Spider Man. If he did like the the hobo Spider Man from Into the Spider Verse, yeah. With like, a, I think that'd be really cool if if he came in with that. Just because it's the Sam Raimi movie. Um, quick question before we get because I don't want to tangent too much on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do we think Bruce Campbell is going to be playing? In, in Multiverse of Madness. Because no, oh, there's no way Bruce Campbell is has to movie. be in it. He's in I, every Sam Raimi movie. I feel like he might be um, The Watcher. I think he might. they might do a version of The Watcher where it's cool. Bruce Campbell. Oh. I'm down for that. I think he might be Mysterio. Uh, and maybe like an alternate Mysterio or a new uh, incarnation of Mysterio. Because he was going to play that in Spider-Man 4. And I think if oh. if they if they bring in uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, I could definitely see them doing a fight scene with Bruce Campbell Mysterio. I'd love for him to have a more in that, but he usually does cameos in movies where he's not the star. Yeah. Um, but I love Bruce Campbell. And they can do a callback uh, to the fight against Mysterio in the Spider-Man 2 game, where it's just like, Mysterio's just like, I have all this amazing power, yeah. and you just see his like life bar go up, and then Spider-Man mm-hmm. punches him once, and he's and just... It's over. It's that over. could be fun. Um, so I think there's a, a whole lot of potential. I don't think they're going to do nearly half of this stuff. Yeah. Because um, it reminds me of when Crisis on Infinite Earths was building up for uh, CW, <laughs> and that was fun. But I remember going like, I remember freaking out when I heard all this build up, and it was like, it was okay. <laughs> uh, it was kind of like this was fun. I, I like that Ezra Miller was in this, and I like that maybe Grant Gustin's going to be in the Flash movie. Um, Hopefully, Ezra, Ezra Miller starts choking out his fans. <laughs> Uh, I'm like a, I forgot that that happened. I thought yeah, it was this year. Ezra Miller maybe sucks. Um, I don't know all the facts. Maybe recast him after that movie, just to be safe. Because apparently Amber Heard is still going to be in some stuff. Oh, is she really? Yeah, I think she's going to be in Aquaman 2. Because wasn't uh, that reveal that she just lied about everything? Yeah, she's like terrible. Uh, so I kind of hope when they do Flashpoint, they're going to be like, oh, actually it turns out most, because Henry Cavill's back, Ben Affleck's back. It's like, oh, it turns out everyone's the same. Meryl looks weird though, right? It's just like Amelia <laughs> Clark. Okay, uh, I think that's enough for our podcast episode today. <laughs> we got through a couple questions. We got and then through we, a couple questions. We yeah, um, keep sending your questions. We might get to them. We might not. Um, the, the more questions we have, more incentive we have to answer all of them. Yeah. So, so feel free to send in uh, a bunch. So this has been Derek. Uh, I've been John. And Sam. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.